of Robert Rayvolt's Incendiary Radio, but guess what? Robert couldn't make it tonight, so I'm filling in. So I'm your guest host, Frederick C. Blackburn. I'd like to welcome everyone to the show tonight. I hope everyone's having a wonderful weekend. You know, moving past the holidays, moving past Christmas, New Year's, and now it's just winter. And boy, what a winter it is. I hope everyone is staying warm and dry. Uh, the storm fronts that have moved across the East Coast today have just been insane. We've had just two days of ice storms and snowstorms, and it looks like we're not getting anything compared to what uh, other areas are getting. Uh, some areas are reporting tornadoes, so you know, it's really fun when you're getting tornadoes and blizzards in the same storm front, right? So I uh, saw that uh, here, this is reporting CNN that 70 million people are at risk for severe weather in the next 24 hours. Um, so here we're just basically are getting ready to glaze up. Uh, one of the things about Blackjack Mountain, we're about 4,000 feet. And so when you have weather like this, you get you know the snow and the sleet and the freezing rain. And then when the sun goes down, the temperatures immediately plummet down into the 20s and the teens, and everything just glazes over. And uh, nice and treacherous travel, to say the least. So, anyway, I hope everyone's uh, staying warm and dry and not sliding on ice. So, But uh, other than that, there's absolutely no news going on, so I don't know what we're going to talk about for two hours. Just kidding, just kidding. But, uh, yeah, lots of crazy stories going on. Uh, what we're going to do is after the first 30 minutes, after the first break, we'll be opening up the uh, phone line. So if you want to call in and tell me what you want to talk about tonight, uh, that number is 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252 or toll free 800-313-9443. That's 1-800-313-9443. And as always, you can come out and join us in the uh Trading Post chat room at bb9tradingpost.chitango.com. That's bb9tradingpost.chitango.com. For the hottest news, the dankest memes, and the best tips on independent living, come out to bb9tradingpost.chitango.com. The sun never sets on the North Kakalaki Trading Post chat room. 
We've got people in there from all over the world, always putting in good stuff. But if you're looking for a knife fight, we just assume you go somewhere else. So <laughs> anyway, now uh, I guess yes. You know, everybody is talking about all these various stories. And what's interesting is you start to realize that they're all connected. They all trace back to the same slime slime mold system. And this is what we talk about with the long march through the institutions. Remember that phrase, the long march through the institutions, where all these globo homo uh, Marxists were going to infiltrate every level of every system and basically rot the systems out from the inside. And so we're seeing this. We definitely saw everybody who was in the 9-11 truth movement early on realize that, yes, this has indeed happened when you go and you have all your evidence and you want to predict, you know, present your evidence to the powers that be so that justice can be done and justice can be served and things like that, and you find out that they're all locking you out. They don't want to hear the truth because they have their agenda. And so nothing could bring this home further than the anniversary of January 6th and all the pushing we're seeing about relabeling heritage America as the enemy. White Christian America is the insurrection. The patriots are now insurrectionists. And so you know, the opening song, by that's an old House Martin song. Before the, there was the beautiful South, there was the House Martins. And I always loved that song. It's Sheep We're Up Against. And you know, when you're dealing with people who still get their information, their talking points from CNN, MSNBC, and all the places besides RBN, <laughs> you get truth here at RBN. Uh, that's why we're always begging for money. Uh, we don't have uh, rich philanthropists, you know, making sure we're telling the right truths. You know, we're actually telling the truth here, so we're having to pay our own way. But all these other things, you know, even uh, I'm so frustrated with all my old friends from my old, uh, you know, liberal circles. I can always say I was the biggest libtard ever uh, come out of North Kakalaki. But, you know, that are still just pushing those talking points that they heard on NPR and the BBC and CNN, like that's, you know, really the issues. And it's like, no, look further. Why don't you look further? And this is that problem of democracies that, you know, this, that's going to be the big push from the Biden camp is democracy. And anybody who's against our democracy is one of those MAGA types, you know, that, you know, wants their insurrectionists. They want to destroy the Constitution. They don't want to uphold the Constitution. Uh, they want to destroy it. And so you just see this flipping of reality. And this is one of the things that's so frustrating to everybody is like everything's the opposite of what it should be. And you're exactly right if you make that observation. And this is the foundation 
of that entire Zabatean Frankist mindset. If you go back to Zabatai Zevi, who declared himself the Jewish Messiah in 1666, and that same year that the Great Fire of London just happened to happen, right? Clearing the way for the city of London. How convenient. But that it's all of this Kabbalistic inversion magic. It's to confuse you. It's to project onto you what they're doing, right? And so you think of the Caporet Fest uh, ritual that these chicken swingers do, where basically they say, okay, I've sinned, but I'm going to torture this innocent chicken to death and send its soul to hell for all eternity, and my slate will be clean. This is the mindset that they can project their evil, their sin, onto someone else, and as long as the books balance up, God's fine with that, right? That's the mentality here, that, you know, as long as, you know, some creature's soul goes to hell, that's fine, just as long as it's not mine, because I'm a chosen night chicken swinger, and I'm, you know, supposed to rule the world with this philosophy. And so you just see this, you know, inversion of everything where white is black, black is white, up is down, down is up. And, you know, they always claim the moral, intellectual, and uh, ethical high ground on everything. And so uh, one of the clips I want to go ahead and play, I guess, is... This is Joe Biden this week at Valley Forge, right? And he's you know, talking about January 6th. And listen to how he describes Heritage America, the people who <laughs> could put two and two together and see that there's no way the 2020 election was by any means a valid election. And listen to you know his words as he gaslights throughout this entire performance piece. We'd love to know who wrote which chicken swinger wrote it for him. But and the crowd is in their little echo chamber and it's like, yes, this is what we believe in now. Yes, you know, Trump's bad, you know, democracy good. And if you try to tell these people that, well, if you look at the original documents, like the 1790 Immigration Act, you will see that the great experiment was for white you know, Christian, basically people of good will, good character. That was who this republic was for. It was a constitutional republic for white people by white people. That was the game rules, right? And... When they came up with the Calergi plan in the 1920s of how to destroy Western nations with immigration, and in the 1960s with the Cloward-Piven plan, how to destroy these nations by overtaxing their uh, uh, welfare systems, etc., and infrastructure systems so that it can be replaced with a Soviet client state. This is their objectives. So you see this idea of suddenly you've got 
all these people out there saying, no, we have a democracy and every person's voice matters in our democracy, even all those illegals. And so you see all these pushes, especially like here in North Carolina, is all these illegal invaders coming in. And you've got all these NGO groups handling them, and the first thing they do is get them a driver's license and register them to vote. And on most of the applications, it's not even an option to register for the Republican Party. It's like basically you automatically are registered in the Democratic Party, right? And so this is the mentality is just to convince everybody that we've always been a democracy. And this is like in 1984, you know, we've always been at war with Oceania, right? Uh and so, you know, this idea of telling people, you know, we are democracies, every vote counts, and you realize after the 2020 election, I would go back and say the 2016 elections as well, especially here in North Carolina, were completely corrupted, right? And you just go back to the line of, you know, the Soviet leaders that it doesn't matter, you know, who votes? The, it's only you know the problem. You know, are, the only thing that matters is the people know there was an election, and then the people who count the votes decide who wins, right? And this is basically where we are. So listen to this clip. I, and if you can stomach it, watch the whole speech that Joe Biden did. So uh, this is him talking about January sixth. Let's be clear about the 2020 election. Trump exhausted every legal avenue available to him to overturn the election, every one. But the legal path just took Trump back to the truth, that I had won the election and he was a loser. Well, Knowing how his mind works now, he had one he had one act left, one desperate act available to him. The violence of January the sixth. Since that day, more than one thousand two hundred people have been charged for their assault on the Capitol. Nearly nine hundred of them have been convicted or pled guilty. Collectively to date, they have been sentenced to more than eight hundred and forty years in prison. What's Trump done? Instead of calling them criminals, he's called these these insurrectionists patriots. They're patriots. And he promised to pardon them if he returns to office. Trump said that there was a lot of love on January the 6th. The rest of the nation, including law enforcement, saw a lot of hate and violence. One Capitol Police officer called it a medieval battle. That same officer called vile rape was called vile racist names. He said he was more afraid in the capital of the United States of America, in the chambers, than when he was fighting as a soldier in the war in Iraq. He said he was more afraid inside the halls of Congress than fighting in the war in Iraq. Trying to rewrite the facts of January 6th, Trump is trying to steal history 
the same way he tried to steal the election. But he we knew the truth because we saw it with our own eyes. So it wasn't like something, a story being told. It was on television repeatedly. We saw it with our own eyes. Trump's mob wasn't a peaceful protest. It was a violent assault. They were insurrectionists, not patriots. They weren't there to uphold the Constitution. They were there to destroy the Constitution. Trump won't do what an American president must do. He refuses to denounce political violence. So hear me clearly. I'll say what Donald Trump won't. Political violence is never, ever acceptable in the United States political system. Never, never, never. It has no place in a democracy. None. You can't be pro-insurrectionist and pro-American. You know, Trump and his MAGA supporters not only embrace political violence, but they laugh about it. lot to unpack in that, that you have a crowd that is applauding these Bolsheviks prison sentences handed out to all of these people who showed up to <laughs> protest as the democracy calls for, right, that you have a right to voice your grievances to your government. And that these people were targeted by this corrupted legal system and are now being hunted down and sent to the gulags for daring to stand up to this machine, this deep state cabal. And this is exactly what happened during the Bolshevik Revolution when the White Army and the, you know, heritage Russian, heritage Ukrainians, you know, were standing up against the Bolshevik invading army. And they would be called counter-revolutionaries that, oh, they're, they're stuck in the past. We're all about progress towards the future, right? And so this idea of applauding all of these people, you know, good, hardworking people that just like on in Charlottesville, the people who went to protest all of these historical public works of art that the public had paid for that were in public places that were historically significant and accurate that they were against those being torn down by these communist BLM Antifa mobs like Silent Sam at Chapel Hill, University of Chapel Hill, that the uh, the so-called you know righteous people were destroying property on that college campus. And this was what was happening in Charlottesville. And everybody showed up, and it was a big trap. And what did they do? You had all of these Jewish NGO groups that were sitting there filming everything and proceeded to track down every person who attended Charlottesville and 
one way or the other tried to destroy their lives. If be it just, you know, calling their employer and saying your employee is a white supremacist neo-Nazi hater that was at Charlottesville, you better do something. And many of them immediately got fired just because they got the call from all of these NGO groups. The ADL prides themselves on you know, lending logistics to the tracking down of all the haters from Charlottesville. The SPLC prides itself on all the people that they track down. The NAACP prides themselves on. So these are counterintelligence operations operating on U.S. soil to basically hunt down and destroy, seek and destroy enemies of the deep state now listen to this clip uh, and this is um, an attorney with the Department of Justice his name is Matthew Graves okay and this is how he is describing the next phase of going after the people who went to protest the election on January 6th. And it's the same playbook as what they did to Charlottesville. This, instead of coming from some NGO, this is coming from an attorney uh, with the Department of Justice. And again, this guy's name is Matthew Graves. So give this a listen. And what happened inside of the building? An important note when it comes to our prosecutions about those who remained outside the building. We have used our prosecutorial discretion to primarily focus on those who entered the building or those who engaged in violent or corrupt conduct on Capitol grounds. But if a person knowingly entered the restricted area without authorization, they had already committed a federal crime. Make no mistake. Thousands of people occupied an area that they were not authorized to be present in in the first place. So we're going to use the apparatus of the Department of Justice to track down, seek and destroy those people who were in the vicinity, anywhere in the capital. All of this in the name of protecting democracy. This is as absurd as taking Donald Trump off the ballot in Colorado to protect democracy, right? And so when you get into the mindset of these people, you know, this uh, next clip I want to play is Merrick Garland, and he's just uh, addressing the ADL. And talking about that bond between the Department of Justice and groups like the ADL and the SPLC and the NAACP, which are basically, you know, fifth column operations to seek and destroy white people, you know, take them out. You know, anybody who is a counter-revolutionary. So this is, you know, chicken swinger Merrick Garland. So this is how he describes it. Thank you very much for inviting me to join you today. For more than a century, the Anti-Defamation League has been at the forefront of fighting anti-Semitism, 
and securing justice and fair treatment to all. No one should have to live in fear of being attacked or harassed because of who they are, where they are from, what they look like, whom they love, or how they worship. At the Justice Department, investigating and prosecuting hate crimes is a top priority that is deeply rooted in the department's founding purpose. The Justice Department was founded in the aftermath of the Civil War to secure the civil rights promised by the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to the Constitution. While much has changed over the 151 years since the department's founding, our vigilance against hate crime and hate-based violence and domestic terrorism is as critical as it ever was. That is why I'd like to express my gratitude for the strong support you have given our leadership here at the Justice Department. Last week, both Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco and our Associate Attorney General Benita Gupta were officially sworn in and have begun work. They are already making a difference. I am hopeful that Kristen Clark, our nominee to lead the Civil Rights Division, will be confirmed soon. Kristen's deep experience combating hate, including hate and extremism online, will be a vital asset to the department and to the country. That is particularly so at a moment when we increasingly see hate online turn into physical violence and domestic extremism. Just last month, the FBI director testified that racially or ethnically motivated, motivated domestic violent extremists specifically those who advocate for white supremacy, are the top domestic terror threat that we face. So there you go. The number one threat to this system is white patriots, right? And it's interesting that he talks about the Reconstruction Amendments, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment, which basically supports many of our hypotheses that the uncivil U.S. war, uh, the war of northern aggression, <laughs> you know, the first free Masonic war, you know, this was one of the first Bolshevik revolutions that basically they invaded the South to destroy it so it could be redone. This is the thing of the first step in community organizing is community disorganizing. You have to tear down what's there so you can build it back up. So this idea of suddenly we have human rights, civil rights, everybody's equal except for the Chosenites, but all the Goyim are equal and now you've got a federal Stasi, NKVD, Cheka, you know, whatever you want to call it, that's enforcing, you know, shutting down any counter-revolutionary that wants it the way it used to be, the way it was supposed to be. And it's interesting that today President Trump uh, 
made a comment that the Civil War could have been negotiated rather than fought, and that just set off a big firestorm of all these groups out there saying, you know, it was about slavery, and this is, you know, what I love about this discussion of the Civil War is everything that we were taught in public schools was basically a lie about what was really going on during the Civil War and the Reconstruction. And when you see the ties between Abraham Lincoln and Karl Marx and the philosophies of the Freemasons like Albert Pike, who are playing such a key role of this, you can see that, yes, these people wanted to destroy the great experiment of a constitutional republic to replace it with their Soviet-style government. And, you know, I think uh, Mr. Uh, L.B. Bork nailed it quite well when he uh, named his book on the 14th Amendment the Red Amendment because this was those 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments were right out of Marxist philosophy and when you look, well, what was Marx's philosophy based on? It was based on Talmudic thought, right? So anyway, we're getting ready to go into a break. You're listening to Robert Rayvolt's uh, Incendiary Radio. I'm your guest host, Frederick C. Blackburn, and we'll be back after these messages. Watch those sheep. tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button. 
like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising, and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Public broadcast, excuse me, Republic Broadcasting. Uh, we're going to be opening up the phone lines now. If you want to call in and be part of the show, you can call in at 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252 or 1-800-313-9443. That's 1-800-313-9443. And, Mr. Producer, I think we've already got somebody in line. Can we have Mr. Chance in West Virginia? Mr. Chance, are you there, sir? Yes, hello to the BB Meister. Hey, happy Sunday. You staying warm over there? Well, it's starting to snow a little bit. God knows if it's going to accumulate. You know, 
I'm no Trump fan, but that speech by that underworld syndicate crime boss doesn't surprise me one little bit. You know, just do as you're told. Shut up and obey, you lowly peasants. No, the most terrifying thing about that speech was the crowd cheering and applauding and applauding it. Wow, B.B. Meister, we are cooked, if that's the case. That was the thing that, you know, these people were cheering those talking points. And that was just beyond that. We don't stand a chance in this country. (laughs) And I'm not even a Trump fan. I'm not crazy about the guy at all. I'll tell you the truth. But those people, man, I I don't know, man. their, Their brains have left the building. And that's the thing. I mean, they have this revenge setting that they, you know, are right, and they have to destroy all of this, and that they just have the, you know, moral, ethical, and intellectual high ground on all matters. And it's amazing, you know, after 9-11 seeing this, you know, carpetbagger cabal move into this little area of North Carolina and take over. And turn political discourse yeah. into that, where and you're not hell, allowed to have a. And uh, how you know, the hell different are they period. different than? How the hell are they different than common criminals that don't know right from wrong? This, right. is, this is scary, man. These people are really scary, and I'm no Trump fan. See? Oh, that's the but thing. Right you know, right. <laughs> but still, when you see somebody get pounded on like that, it's like. Okay, this is you know this is not good. This is setting a very bad president. I don't care who it is, you know, if they're going to treat a sitting president like this, you know, or a you know a former president. That's the other thing is just the total disrespect for a former holder of the office, you know, and, and it's just some dangerous territory we're in. I think. Yes, so what do you is, think, man? These crazy SOBs just might kill us. Wow, man, we're surrounded by whack jobs, I'm telling you now. All right, B.B. Meister, good night now. All right, thanks for the call. You stay warm and have a good night. Okay, so um, this idea of rebranding everything democracy, you know. Let me play this next clip, which is the Biden and Kamala campaign, which I guess they have decided to run together as a pair uh, for the next election. But they made a point to release this on the anniversary of January 6th. And I wish you could see the video that goes along with this commercial because they make a point to demonize uh, groups like League of the South that were at Charlottesville and pointing them out as saying they are the dark element in our country. These are the people you have to watch out for. And you know, just this idea of the patriots out there, are, it's being flipped that you know anybody who says make America great, you know, let's return to rule of law in this country, you know, they're now the enemy, according to the Biden-Harris campaign. So give a listen to this and tell me what you think. I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my presidency. 
I believe in free and fair elections and the right to vote fairly and have your vote counted. There's something dangerous happening in America. There's an extremist movement who does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. All of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? History's watching. The world is watching. Most important, our children and grandchildren will hold us responsible. The vice president and I have supported voting rights since day one of this administration. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. America is still a place of possibilities where the power resides with we, the people. That's our soul. We are the United States of America. There is nothing beyond our capacity when we act together. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. And so this is the thing. It's like, you know, yes, we have to stand together, but no one's allowed to disagree with us. And this is that communist Bolshevik model. Yes, top down. Everything comes from the council, you know, the Grand Sanhedrin, and then it's basically handed down to all the middle managers to implement. And you basically can agree with it or you can have your life destroyed. Right. So this is their idea of democracy is agree with us or we're going to destroy you. And uh, on the Snack Shack last night, we had Mr. Casey Whalen and Mr. Sam uh, Bushman on. And uh, Mr. Whalen gave me a couple of clips from his field work. And I want to play one now where he's actually talking to an FBI agent about what exactly does white nationalists mean and why is that a problem in this Merrick Garland Department of Justice, right? And so this idea of you just make up a phrase like white supremacist, Christian nationalist, white nationalist, you know, and suddenly those people are bad you're casting a spell that oh those people have been segregated out from we the people and it's like those the people right and we've got to destroy them because they're bad so give a listen to this is an actual fbi agent talking to mr uh, casey whalen about what exactly is wrong with being white and what is wrong with being a nationalist what what is white nationalism to you? Or what does that what does that term mean? That's a good question because I don't. That falls into what our um, DT guys look into. I I don't know what. I think sometimes they have these statements white nationalism, and it's just this overarching. I have no clue what it really means outside of these are people that are white, that are proud to be white sometimes, and sometimes that they lump in people that are racist toward anybody that's not white. Well, I mean, what, what's wrong with being a nationalist? What's wrong with loving your country and wanting to... Pre- oh, absolutely. You know, but, yeah, but nothing. I just, there's nothing wrong with being white, and there's nothing wrong with being a nationalist, so... Correct. So I, I just think it's a tongue-in-cheek way of attacking Christianity, honestly. Um, okay. So when you pin them on these things, they don't have an answer. It was amazing to listen to this guy fumbling 
You know, as okay, I went through my mandatory diversity training. We got our talking points, but these uppity goyim are questioning our talking points. And when you think about it, no, it doesn't make sense. And this is, you know, the thing is, you know, can these people be reached once they've been programmed with this, you know, diversity, equity, you know, uh, uh, inclusivity you know dogma and here in you know Boone North Kakalaki New Boone North Kakalaki you know after 9/11 when we got invaded suddenly the university which is a taxpayer funded university uh and it was originally designed to be a teacher's college to provide the schools in the Appalachian Mountains with qualified teachers, right? Well, under Sherry Jezebel Everts, that all changed. Her and her chicken swinger and supporters that just dumped all this money on this struggling university, and suddenly it is a place for creating global citizens. And they actually put that on the front page of the school website that they're there to produce the global citizens of tomorrow. And one thing you won't see on Appalachian's campus now is a flag flying on the 4th of July, nor will they wish anyone a Merry Christmas and their little Stasi department, known as their public relations department, you know, likes to censor the local community of anybody who dares challenge all of these cha- those progressive changes that they're making to this area. And it is textbook Calergi Plan, Cloward Piven. They are doubling the population of this county. They're uh, taking students and uh, indoctrinating them through all these NGOs to be little foot soldiers. And now they're all out saving the world by running all these illegal aliens from all over the world into our county and getting them all set up with welfare, getting them set up to vote. You know, and all this thing under this this umbrella of this global community they're creating, where everyone is included. There's a place for everyone in this great big ten, as Alex Jones would say, except for the local white community <laughs> that built this area, that you know, tamed this wilderness in these mountains and built a high-trust community. And one of the first things Jezebel Everts did after Charlottesville was ban the group Identity Europa from campus and declared them a hate group. Because the ADL and the SBLC and the NAACP all said they were. And the new owners of the Watauga Democrat, Adams Publishing, Echo, 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 who came in after 9-11 and bought up all these struggling local newspapers, fired all the local staff, brought in carpetbagger propagandists, and weaponized them into this big propaganda machine to push the diversity, inclusivity, equity agenda. Uh, 
and this globalization agenda. This is all great. And it's just this little feedback system. And it's when Elon Musk took over Twitter, my original Twitter account or X account got reinstated. And lo and behold, we discover that it wasn't the Israelis or the Mossad or any of those people who got me banned, but it was actually Appalachian State University that was putting pressure on Jack Dorsey's Twitter to say, this guy's causing problems. We want his account shut down, right? They can't debate you. They can't have a rational conversation with you. As soon as they detect that you're not of the body, you're not part of Globo Homo, you're them, you're the other, and you're the part that has to be silenced. You have to be shut down. So they were the ones that got my Twitter account banned, just like the Adams Publishing banned me across their entire platform. Every single Adams Publishing publication, I am apparently blocked from commenting on. Not that they could find any fault with any of my facts and figures. I was just saying the wrong things. And so this local that's actually from these mountains had to be shut down, right? Uh, but anyway, so uh, Mr. Producer, if you could bring uh, Murr in at your convenience, I'd love to have her come on. So just whenever you get that set up, that'll be great. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, this idea of you know we've got this system where you know you have full blown Marxist communists that are deciding who can have a platform. Whoops, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Oh, welcome. Happy <laughs> Sunday. Hey, happy Sunday. Yeah, I thought you might need a backseat driver to say, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there, there yet? you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what really happened with uh, Robert. He just said, uh, can you take the show tonight? And I said, uh, let me check with Atma. And she said, okay, but it's going to cost you, and I'll let you know later. But anyway... <laughs> So I'm here doing the show. I've got my tap dance shoes on. I've got my card tricks ready. I've got my book of 101 snappy one-liners, so I'm set, right? But thanks for coming. <laughs> oh, well, like I told uh, Sam, you know, if you just want to stay solo, I can understand. I mean, you just do a great show at the drop of a hat, you know. <laughs> been listening uh, to you for years. Wonderful. Uh, Thanks. You've been, always been there. I really appreciate the backup. And your show is doing great. I always hear such good things for your show. Oh. Unfortunately, I rarely get a chance to listen to you live. I always have to listen to the archive. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, I yeah. do that a lot with different shows. It's it's just, you know, you, you got to live where you're living, right? <laughs> there you go. Do stuff for life, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so much good stuff on RBN these days. I love it. I know it's great. Can't believe I'm part of it now, and over yeah. a year. Can you believe that? I know. And they say I don't play well with others. <laughs> what do they know, right? Well, especially if you have a couple of black bald spooks together, right? <laughs> oh, I know. I'm really enjoying that series with Mr. Mike Gaddy about the black bald spooks. <laughs> yeah, we learned so much from all you guys. You know, it's great. <sighs> 
We old troll warriors, <laughs> troll slayers. So but the main thing's the humor, right? Yes, you got to keep your sense of humor, you know, and we will get through this. What is the thing? When you find yourself in hell, keep going. Don't stop. You got to keep going. Get out of there. So what's your take on the democracy of the Biden administration? January 6th, the insurrection. Well, what are the local uh, Wisconsin things, uh, legal show, I forget which, something I was listening to, and they they were saying how Biden has taken so many different laws and just uh, repurposed them, you know, to say what he wants them to say. Yeah. Oh, that is you know, such the pill pull trick uh, of taking a law and repurposing it for something completely different. And that's what happened to our friend Graham Hart, where basically the original decency law in the UK for telecommunications was, was the phone line back when you would pick up the phone receiver and you would get an operator. You didn't dial the numbers. You got picked up the you know, headset and you got you know, the, the signal on the switchboard and the girl would come on and say, who do you want to talk to? And they would connect you. And right. what you had were all these uh, pervert uh, chicken swingers that love to talk dirty to the telephone operators, right? Oh. So they actually had to pass a law to say, okay, it is against the law to talk rude to these operators. So it was a decency obscenity law that was put in place for the phone system, right? Well, campaign against anti-Semitism, which is basically the ADL of the UK, mm-hmm. they said, well, the Internet is like a telecommunications center, and we're highly offended by this, and we find it indecent, so therefore, all these people on the internet that are doing things like denying the Holocaust, we find that grossly offensive, and they actually <laughs> use that word, grossly offensive, over the communication networks, and that landed dear old Graham Hart two years in the chicken shack, right, for that. So was, it, it was something he said on the phone, am I getting this right? Well, no, he was actually one of my Christmas shows uh, that he actually used as evidence against him, (laughs) and I wasn't able to go and defend the show or even, you know, make a statement, Uh, but that Uh was the whole point, was that because he had made comments on shows that, and they basically went through and cherry-picked out, you know, years of work until they could find little sound bites that when you line them all up out of context, you mm-hmm. know, sound it bad enough for a biased court, right? And mm-hmm. that's what they did. And so they said he, you know, violated this law. And the same thing with, you know, uh, what they revamped their whole civil rights thing about was basically if you complain about being invaded by you know, these foreign invaders, you're breaking their community laws, right? And uh, that's, you know, the problem that they're having. It's all this, you know, pill-pull law, like we call it lawfare, 
where uh-huh. they're taking laws and just turning them on their heads to weaponize them against the people they're supposed to be protecting. Uh, yeah, supposed to be. None of supposed it's about protecting be. the people, it's protecting them from the people. Exactly, which is the big problem that uh-huh. these people think they're beyond their, uh, uh, what is it, beyond our reach. You know, they're untouchables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got to keep making fun of them. <laughs> That's the thing. Just mock them daily. You know, That's make memes. You know, it's one thing they have in common with cats, right? Cats, <laughs> cats hate to be, uh, you know, I mean, they're playful, but they hate to be mocked right? or yes. laughed at. I love the uh, fake Sun Tzu meme that says, meme them until they cry, and then make (laughs) memes of them crying. (laughs) Oh, that's a great one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep, and they deserve every second of it, and then some. Definitely. You know, these people are just so full. The hubris that gets me is this, you know, who do these people think they are? It's like, oh, yeah, we're chosen. <laughs> you know, yeah, chosen by Satan. Yeah. The synagogue of Satan. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the thing. They just think that they are so superior to everyone, and we're just, you know, cattle to them. And, you know, uppity yeah. cattle if we dare question them. But yet they couldn't live without us because we do everything. Right. <laughs> yeah, pretty hilarious. Right. Yeah. Uh, had you listened to the um, Alex Jones, X Lax Hicks, I call him, and Kapner? Yes. <laughs> what did you think? I was, you know, the, just the reality of that, that, okay. Brother Nathaniel was on Alex Jones. Let me just get my head around that for a minute. Mm -hmm. Then let's actually listen to the interview and start tearing it apart. So what jumped out at you? We're getting ready to go into a break here, and we'll hold you over. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Are we there yet? I guess we're not quite there yet. Not quite there yet. Yeah. Well, the thing with me is... uh, you know, like I said, I call him X Lax Hicks. And uh, on my show today, I played, you know, seven seconds of uh, Crystal Gale. Don't it make my brown eyes blue? Because <laughs> <laughs> he had his blue blue contacts on for that. But if you, uh, you know, I like to go around, sometimes freeze frame and get my magnifying glass and look around the screen and see what's going on, right? And in his interview with E. Michael Jones, He's got those big brown eyes. <laughs> ah, okay. You know, and he also <laughs> says, uh, yeah, I'll tell you when we come back. All right. You are listening to Incendiary Radio with Mr. Robert Rayvolt, and I am Frederick C. Blackburn filling in for Robert Rayvolt. We will be back after these messages.
you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. This is RBN, the Republic.